0: Welcome to the Silver Screen Podcast. I'm Jared Boomer.
1: And I'm Katie Gainey-West. This is a podcast about movies and pop culture.
0: And today we are talking about the Emmys, which occurred on CBS. So there's lots to talk about. Last year, of course, was the COVID Emmys. Nobody was really there in person. This year, it's a little bit different. The stars were out and about, not all of them, but a lot of them for the Emmys. So we have more to talk about this year than we did last year, for sure. So,
1: Yes, we thought it was worth covering in a little mini-sode for you all, so... Yes. We hope you enjoy.
0: Yes. First, though, we do have just some quick news items. Something that happened earlier today that we found out. uh, Gabby Petito, the big case that has been being talked about all over the place online and on TikTok and social media and all of those places. They did find out earlier today, we're recording this on the 21st of September, that the remains of the body found were Mm -hmm. her remains. So she is unfortunately passed away now they are trying to find her fiance who went missing after all this happened they have not been able to find him they believe that he is a suspect in the case um and everybody online kind of thinks that's the the case as well so um but that's the latest update in in that story which has been the big the big like true crime story of, of yes. the week
1: Yes, and we thought it was worth mentioning because I always talk about true crime. Um, I am not in any way happy this happened. Um... I am definitely following the case. People have been sending me information about it. I am not an internet sleuth. I mainly just like read updates that come through BBC and reputable sources. Um, but you might have seen in news circulating around or LinkedIn, I posted something. But we always want to remember that as upsetting and horrifying as this is, uh, we can't forget about people of color who go missing every day Um I don't even know the exact number I read earlier today. It was like 810 people or something went missing. It gave like a time period. But the the bottom line is that there are men and women, but especially a lot of women of color who go missing every day and they don't get the same media coverage, um, but they are no less important. So it is always good to remind people of that um, because that is just as outrageous and upsetting. And then the only thing I wanted to say is definitely that not a lot of people have talked about how this... Um, is dealing with domestic abuse because this was there was a domestic abuse incident before she was murdered. Um, So always make sure that you report domestic abuse and take it seriously. And I just wanted to acknowledge that the gentleman that did call the police and reported it, that was absolutely the right thing to do. And I want to commend him for doing so. But um, make sure to always talk about those people of color who also go missing and make sure they're in the news as well. They deserve the same respect. And then our thoughts are with Gabby's family as well.
0: Yes. And in addition to that too, a lot of people go uh, missing in like national parks every year as well. And a lot yes. of that doesn't get reported either or, um right. you know, researched more. So that's an important thing as well is that if, you know, if you have somebody that you're like, oh, I know they went to Yellowstone and you haven't heard from them, then it's probably mm-hmm. good to like get in contact with the police and you know, start the process. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's our thoughts on, on that. Um, and we'll take a quick break here on the silver screen podcast, and then we'll come back and talk about the Emmys. And we're back here on the silver screen podcast, talking about the Emmy awards, which happened on September 19th on CBS hosted by Cedric, the entertainer. Interesting choice. But, uh, you know, he does have a show on CBS. So I see the synergy there connecting. I've never watched his show. It's with the guy that used to be on New Girl. I don't know. It's been on for a few years now. And I guess it's doing well because it's I mean, it's still on TV, but I've never watched an episode of it.
1: Right. Well, and also, I mean, I don't mean to always default to this, but I don't have cable. So there's just a lot of things I just don't watch. If they're not on Netflix or Hulu, or if I'm occasionally buying like HBO or something, I'm not going to see it. Um, Yeah, I also thought an interesting choice. Jared, the thing I felt most strongly about, besides fashion, of course, was the mask situation. Did you read about this?
0: Yeah, so basically they had it, like, indoors. They didn't require anyone to wear masks. I heard Seth Rogen, because he was the first presenter. He did, He came out and, like, addressed the whole issue of, like, hey, shouldn't we, you know... Be a little more safer here. Like,
1: (laughs) he also, I mean, he called them out. He said, I was told this was outside. This is not outside. Um, I, you know, Seth Rogen, I'm on the fence about his outfit, but I'm also just on the fence about him in general. But I was really impressed with what he said. But he was right. They had a tent, but it wasn't even like, it was not open air it was not air f- flowing through the tent wasn't even high up like there wasn't a lot yeah. of extra space uh the only thing they required like as far as i saw that the cdc would be like oh good job is that they had to have vaccinations to attend
0: okay so i mean that's yeah. that's but definitely that's a positive but like you can still catch covid even if you're vaccinated so
1: yeah and and that only i I believe they checked that, and I do believe the people that came were actually vaccinated. I think they believe in vaccines and everything, but that's it's really difficult to show people who are watching this show of the few six people that still watch award shows, myself included. It's hard to convince them that they're actually following that protocol, and also it's hard to tell people like, we're at my job, back to wearing masks the whole time at work unless we're sitting six feet apart at a desk that's just ours um but it's weird to watch an award show where everyone's just willy-nilly doing whatever they want so i thought that was very poor form and i am all like way behind the criticism on that
0: yeah also i looked up how many people watch the emmys a little more than you thought katie uh seven okay. 7.8 million so, watch hey, the Emmys on that's Sunday? That's pretty good.
1: So I mean, is, I still love award shows, but I just I know that everybody that seems to be the only thing they talk about too afterwards is like, well, viewership watcher, down, viewership yeah. is declining and I'm like, okay, what's something else had to have happened during the yeah, show.
0: Yeah. Viewership actually went up this year from last year, which makes sense because that's last good. year was COVID and, you know, yeah. we were all in a weird place. So, we and didn't did really want award shows when there was a, you know, when the pandemic was like pandemic, full yeah. force, yeah.
1: And I did read a bunch of reasons Um, Maybe we'll cover this, everyone, during a different show because this is a minisode, but maybe during the Oscars or something. There's a lot of reasons, actually, they think viewership is down, but one of them is because of streaming and stuff. It's either harder to access or you have to pay for it, etc.,
0: yeah, they should honestly just like stream the Emmys on a stream like the Emmys right. on CBS and Netflix or on yes. on ABC and Disney Plus or what you know what right. I mean like that would make it all trademark.
1: Easier. That's our idea. There so we go. Take, you know, um, give us money. S-
0: some other highlights: the big the big award winners, Ted Lasso, The Crown, The Queen's Gambit, and Maravistown, which we have talked about all four of those shows on this podcast. So we're yes. in the loop on those. Um, the Crown got seven awards, including Outstanding Drama, Outstanding Lead Actor in a Drama series for Josh Coleman, Outstanding Lead Actress for Olivia Coleman, or Josh Collins, sorry, Olivia Coleman, <laughs> Outstanding Supporting Actor, Outstanding Supporting Actress, Outstanding Directing, and Outstanding Writing. The Crown won all those. So
1: way to go. Still I am a show up that I have
0: not gotten into. I just don't really care much about British royalty. So I mean for as much
1: as (laughs) well for as much as I do care about British royalty, um, my concern for them is waning. I'll have to say I'm kind of backing off a little bit. Um, but also the show I do think it is a it's a slow going show. Easily this season though with Diana was my favorite because I remember more of that. That is more my generation and what I've grown up hearing about and That was interesting to me. It's extremely well done, though. I mean, if you just want a show that's like the highest quality, both acting, set design, everything else, The Crown is it.
0: So The Crown cleaned up in the drama categories. Ted Lasso cleaned up in the comedy categories, won four awards, including lead actor for Jason Sudeikis, Outstanding Supporting Actor for Brett Goldstein, Outstanding Supporting Actress for Hannah Waddingham, and Outstanding Comedy Series. So... Want all of those. It's a great show. Apple TV plus finally has a hit on their hands that makes people actually subscribe to their service. So, Mm -hmm. you know, good for them. Yeah, I would not, I had a free trial of Apple TV plus if it wouldn't have been for Ted Lasso, I would have canceled that. So me
1: too. Me too. And I, uh, Jared, I wanted to give you a quick update. I think I'm only behind two episodes like this last week. And so I'm almost caught up. I plan to do that this weekend. Very
0: nice. Although speaking of Apple TV plus, did you see the Tom Hanks new movie will be coming to Apple TV plus in November? So.
1: I really wish Did you not kind of know freeze... about this? No, I wanted to <laughs> freeze frame the camera on my face while we're recording this because what?
0: It's called Finch and it's coming out in November and it will be on what? Apple TV+. Is
1: it about Atticus Finch?
0: No, it's about the movie with the dog and the robot. So Okay,
1: man, if it was about Atticus, I would have passed out right here.
0: No, it's like a sci-fi what? movie. It'll probably suck because oh. it's science fiction. So I'm expecting another, we might have another Greyhound on our hands, so. (laughs) Well, uh, we'll see, but that, we'll we'll talk about that in November, so.
1: We definitely will.
0: uh, The Queen's Gambit picked up a lot of awards, if you haven't watched that, it's on Netflix, nothing on broadcast television won anything, it was all streaming services. Uh, Outstanding limited or anthology series, outstanding directing, writing, supporting actress, supporting actor, and lead actress, and then Mayor of Easttown on HBO, one outstanding lead actress for Kate Winslet. Well-deserved. She's incredible in that. Outstanding Love. supporting actor for Evan Peters and outstanding supporting actress for Julianne Nicholson.
1: Just a reminder, because I feel like I do think I, Mayor of Easttown, if everybody remembers, we watched it on our honeymoon, loved every minute of it. Couldn't stop. I think we watched it in three days on a honeymoon, you know, in like by the Caribbean. So it's, I know. Please, you can judge me. The beach was right
0: there, and you said no. I need to see Kate Winslet.
1: (laughs) Okay, but when you spend the entire day in the sun, you gotta like and have some cocktails and stuff. You gotta calm down inside watching a good show. That's true. So anyway, we watched that, loved it. But I just want to tell people again, it's Mayor like a horse, M A R E, but her name is Mayor, but it's Mayor of Easttown, not like Mayor.
0: Yes. So if you're looking
1: for that show on on, is it HBO?
0: HBO Max. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Then That's you're gonna wanna
1: spell M A R E. But it's a fantastic show. I was so happy for them.
0: I noticed when I was on HBO Max because I'm rewatching Succession right now, getting ready for the new season. Uh, nice. They put it back on the homepage on Monday after it won the Emmys. It was right there in the so it yep. should. It's probably still there or close to somewhere on the homepage where you should be able to find it pretty easily. So. Mm-hmm. Um, some other Emmys news, there's just a lot of things that everybody's talking about. So those are like the award winners. Those are the big yeah. people that won a lot of the awards at the Emmys. Those four shows, again, The Crown, Ted Lasso, Queen's Gambit, Mayor of Easttown. So... Some things people are talking about, though, from the Emmys. Uh, RuPaul broke the record for the most Emmy wins for a person of color with 11. He won another Emmy for RuPaul's Drag Race. So congrats to RuPaul.
1: Congrats. It's a great show. Couldn't happen to a better guy. I'm so excited for him, really.
0: He's he's really I've never gotten really into RuPaul's Drag Race, but I've seen clips here and there and just uh, the longevity for it to have been on for so many years now. Like, yeah. obviously, there's a huge fan base for that show and people yes. really love it. So that's I great. did.
1: I only got into it during the pandemic. Um, I will say it is. It is a trip to go back to the earliest episodes (laughs) on VH1 because the quality is not, if you're looking for HBO Max quality or the crown quality, that is not what you will find, but you will get sassy comments, wonderful fashion, and it'll just make you laugh and cry and feel better about yourself. Like feel better about life and the people that are here in this world.
0: Also, another big moment at the Emmys: Evan Peters won an Emmy. So, congrats to him. He's done a lot of movies, hasn't done a ton of TV, uh, some things here and there, but did win an Emmy for his role in *Mayor of Easttown*, and he's really good in that show, just like Kate Winslet. So, yeah, well he's deserved. Excellent. Yeah, and he's been on *American Horror Story* as well.
1: Definitely.
0: But has never won an Emmy for that. So. And that's hard with that show because there's usually so many actors and actresses. It's just hard because they mm-hmm. might nominate some but not others, you know, things like that. So, right. Um, big, big topic of discussion from the evening was a win for the Queen's Gambit. So, um, basically, the director of the show got up for accepting for best limited series for the Queen's Gambit and decided to talk for like s- seven minutes. And really, the orchestra like, tried to play him off a couple times. The light was up, flashing, like, please stop. We need to move on. Um, and so I just thought, it's great that you won. It's great. It's a big honor. But literally, you're talking for as long as the show is almost because the, the Queen's Gambit's like eight episodes. So I don't know you you know why you're going on so much about this
1: i mean in the time that man was talking he could have handwritten thank you cards for all of those people
0: he could have played than, a game of chess
1: then <laughs> uh, right so then um i will say i wanted to mention there is a hilarious article um there it's on instyle.com some an author sam reed wrote this um but he was he was saying good morning and welcome to another edition of men being cringe So then he was talking about Scott Frank, who's the one that um, gave the speech. It's supposed to be 45 seconds. He, the orchestra attempted to play him off three times. And then people are even showing on Twitter, there is a ginormous screen in the room that says stop. It's completely red. It's like larger than anything else in that room besides the ceiling. It says stop in bold black letters. And it just kept popping up. And that man had to ignore that for that long. And then, but here's what I love. Sam Reed, who wrote that article, continued to say it was a never ending monologue during which the orchestra attempted to play him off three times. Rumor has it he's still giving the rest of the speech to a hostage Starbucks <laughs> barista this morning. <laughs> and then this is the second part. Jared, I, I don't know if you did you hear about this? Yeah. So like that? the okay. executive
0: producer gets up and yes. makes some very sexist comments towards Anate or Joy.
1: Um. Yeah. He tells her that she thank you for bringing the sexy back. To chess. So, not only did he give everybody like gracious comments, you're the best, whatever, he then said basically all that Anna Taylor Joy, Anya Taylor Joy, did was bring the sexy back to chess. So, the Twitter posts are mainly what I want to focus on. This is still in that article on instyle.com. The Twitter, this is one of my favorites. This is at best bell. It's best called. She wrote, Thank God for the men who created the Queen's Gambit, because I wouldn't want or I want all the little girls watching tonight to know that they too can rise above the patriarchy and bring the sexy back to chess. And then we can we continue hold on. Glennon Doyle, everybody knows her, famous author. She wrote, women's actors, I'm sorry you pour yourself out creating great art. And then some dude stands on stage, accepts all the praise, gestures to you behind him, and thanks you for making sex uh, chess sexy. Insufferable. So the tweets, if you just keep watching the tweets. And then uh, my favorite like meme of it, there is a person on Twitter, um, Anna Peel. She is at Banana Peel. She, she said, oh, my God, this man, WTF. And it shows a picture of a woman that is standing. She was standing by Anya Taylor-Joy. And she's just kind of shaking her head like, what is going on? That was cringy. But it is so funny. The whole article is great. Again, it's by Sam Reed, But what a moment. And at first, I didn't see what the big deal was because I didn't hear the speech live. And I just kind of read it and I wasn't really thinking about it. But they're absolutely right. I don't, I don't think that's making a mountain out of a molehill. I really think that that was horrible to take a moment that should be celebratory for everyone. And she carried the show and he's like, thanks for being hot because that's what women do. That's all. Yeah. It's like,
0: The executive producer of The Queen's Gambit didn't even watch The Queen's Gambit because that's not really the point of the show at all, you know? Like, they're not not using that to get the story across, basically, in The Queen's Gambit. So, it's really focusing on a lot of other things like how great she is at chess and mental health and drug addiction and, like, all that stuff is being discussed in The Queen's Gambit. So uh yeah it seems like he didn't even watch the show honestly no so both
1: men yeah kick them out anya should have been the one to talk but that's fine
0: Also wanted to give a shout out to my guy, Conan O'Brien, who was at the Emmys. His talk show ended on TBS, but I think he was nominated. So he was there. Yeah, he was. Decided he was going to live up the Emmys because, uh, he did a couple of different things. One time when like the president of the television Academy was out there, they all got up and stood up to applaud and you know, that ended. And then Conan just kept going with it. And then the television Academy guy is like, thank you, Conan. And he just stands there the whole time while he's talking and you know, add attention, basically. And then Stephen Colbert's show won for uh, Best Alive special because they did an election night thing mm-hmm. um, on the night of the election, and they won for that. And Conan decided to get up with the crew from uh, Late Night with Stephen Colbert and walk on stage to accept the award. So that was funny. Stephen took it and, you know... Obviously, the two of them are very good friends. They've worked in television for a long, long time. So they were. They he he was fine with it, but it was just another very funny moment from Conan. So you know, I just he's great wow. at that like in the moment comedy stuff. So and he did a couple things during the Emmys that were just funny. So,
1: Jared, I have the saddest news right now. What this is breaking news? Breaking this is real. News? Okay. Um. Cause I get you know alerts. Um, yes. Willie Garson, he was on Sex in the City. He's one of the best characters ever. He just died from cancer. He was only fifty-seven.
0: Oh, that is so. Very by sad. the time I didn't. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he's supposed to be in the new show. Oh, that's devastating. So I'm sorry to put a damper on things. Um, and also it's going to be old news by the time. But he he is such a delight on that show, so I'm glad we have that to remember him. But how sad, yeah. Him and 57. Norm McDonald. I don't understand. These people are so young. Yes. Wow.
0: So that's that is well, very sorry, sad. Though, sorry. Sorry. That's okay. Back to no, it's breaking news. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. But I, I also I really like him. He plays Stanford Blatch. If you guys are wondering who he is on Sex in the City.
0: Uh, another note I had about the Emmys: I saw they did a bit with the fly on Mike Pence's head. Comedy. <laughs> why do we? That was a, that's a year old. Why are we doing that? I don't know. Comedy I moves that. so fast nowadays that like yeah. that was not the most current thing to do. A, that was a, a bit throwback. On. Yeah, yeah, a real throwback. I had forgotten about it until they brought it back up. So wow. Um, So that was that. And then uh, Michaela Cole's speech, she won for Outstanding Writing for a Limited or Anthology Series or Movie for I May Destroy You. And she had a really good speech for her acceptance speech.
1: Yes. I just wanted to share this. It is quick, but I thought it was beautiful and it's worth sharing. She said, I just wrote a little something for writers, really. Write the tale that scares you, that makes you feel uncertain, that isn't comfortable. I dare you. In a world that entices us to browse through the lives of others to help us better determine how we feel about ourselves and to in turn feel the need to be constantly visible, for visibility these days seems to somehow equate to success. Do not be afraid to disappear from it, from us, for a while and see what comes to you in the silence. I dedicate this story to every single survivor of sexual assault. Thank you. Again, that was Michaela Cole's speech. She won for I May Destroy You.
0: Great speech there and mm-hmm. very succinct and, and yeah. you know, got a, a lot of information across, yeah. unlike the director for The Queen's Gambit, who yeah. and we was... know why he directs <laughs> and why he doesn't write.
1: <laughs> and it, it was uh, much more beautiful than I said it because she has an English accent. So it sounded just much more beautiful coming from her.
0: So that's basically all the show highlights. Of course, a big part of any award show is the fashion, which Katie Hello. always loves. So, And this year, the Emmy's in person, so, so we had some more people dress up and all that. So we have fashion, fab, or drab with Katie. Thank so, you. I came
1: up with that myself.
0: That's great. We should we should get a sponsor for that. So, Thank
1: you so much, Jared.
0: Uh, first, we're going to start with people you were on the fence about. You didn't yes. love it. You didn't hate it, but you were yes. kind of like, these are fine.
1: Yes. So unfortunately, Michaela Cole's top of the list. She's she was wearing Christopher John Rogers. He is uh, a fantastic designer. Uh, I actually love his stuff. She looked beautiful and radiant. It just that there were a lot of people I liked their fashion. So I bumped her to on the fence. That's all. Beanie Feldstein. She was wearing Brandon Maxwell. She actually looked stunning in what she was wearing. I just felt it wasn't the most standout outfit of the night. Mandy Moore and Carolina Herrera. Gorgeous red dress. We all know red and pink are my favorite colors. I love red. She had clip-in bangs. Her hair was beautiful. She looks stunning. She looks like a model, even though she had a baby like six months ago-ish. But um, I didn't like the way it fit. It was just kind of an odd dress. I don't know. So not my favorite. And then this is kind of, um, this is probably my favorite on the fence, is Elizabeth Olsen. She was wearing the row, which is her sisters, Ashley and Mary Kate's brand. But her hair and makeup was what was stunning. She looked kind of like a nineteen forties or nineteen thirties um, old Hollywood actress, and she just looked stunning. So, so then those we are have my on the fence.
0: those are your on the fences. Yes. Then we have the bads, starting with Cynthia <laughs> Rivo I don't really pay attention to fashion that much, but yeah. I saw the dress that she was wearing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on social media, and I was like, "This is this is a lot."
1: I I mean. <laughs> You know, she is a stunning woman, and I also know that she is from England. That is, They have different fashion, and often fashion I really like, but everything she wears is just very quirky um, and not my personal taste. So this one had feathers. I actually love feathers, but I just didn't like the way it was done. It was Louis Vuitton. Um, Then we have Sarah Paulson, another person I adore. She was wearing Carolina Herrera. It was bright red, but the sleeves were huge. It was way low cut, but I felt like it wasn't flattering to her body just bad it was just it was too big she's such a small like a very very thin tall woman and I just felt it was not flattering um Issa Rae again I love her some people really liked this dress to me it looked like she was on vacation at the beach because it was kind of like this mesh netting and then she had like um flesh toned underwear she's got a great body she's a stunning woman and I love her confidence um, but I just felt like it was not an Emmy dress. It was like borderline inappropriate for the Emmys. I didn't care that she was showing skin. I just didn't like it for the show. Okay. Um, it was the designer is Aliette, who I'm not familiar with. And then Jillian Anderson, she was wearing Chloe. Horrible. Chloe is a designer I love. I don't know what was going on with this dress. It looked like it had safety pins, plastic, strips of cloth. I don't know what was happening. If you have thoughts, please let me know. But easily, easily, Jared, my worst dressed by... A landslide is Emma Corrin from The Crown wearing Mew Mew. Terrible. She had these long black pointed nails. She had some kind of bonnet on. I think she was trying to do like a Handmaid's tail thing in cream. It was horrible. Yeah. She looked like kind of an alien slash baby that just came out of the womb. I don't know. She's a beautiful person. Oh, and excuse me. I think I should use the pronouns they them. Okay. Um, I believe is what. They have asked to use. So I apologize if I did that wrong, trying to catch myself. Um, but just not my favorite. Terrible. Really. Okay.
0: Bad. I, it's interesting because your picks. So, like, normally for the people that don't pay attention to the fashion, AKA yeah. me, I'll just go look at the Vogue best dress list. Yeah. And a lot of the people you had in your worst dress, they put on their best dress list. Isn't like, that so weird? Yeah. Like, Cynthia Revo's on there. Um, you know, Gillian Anderson, Issa Rae, mm-hmm. Sarah Paulson. They're all. They're all on there. So okay, Emma but if you look is at Vogue, on there. So. If you
1: look at Vogue, we don't see eye to eye on a lot of things. I don't think okay. we do. I don't okay. know.
0: Um, but I've seen that their their uh, dress was on some worst dressed list and then some best dressed list. So yeah. I think it's it's very differing opinion, which leads us to the best dressed at the Emmys.
1: Oh, thank goodness. Okay, get ready. Here we go. I'll keep it quick. So for, I just want to point out, Jason Sudeikis and Tom Ford, Regé-Jean Page and Giorgio Armani, beautiful. Jason Sudeikis, he was wearing like a teal suit. And yeah, I just I saw that. it, it was cool. like velvet. It looked really good on him. And he's just a standout for me because last year he was wearing the infamous hoodie that we <laughs> talked about. He so said, I he... need to step
0: my game up for yeah, the and then 2021 Emmys.
1: Regé Jean Page, from what I've heard, is on the shortlist to play James Bond. So I wanted to mention him because he is just a class act. I love him. He's, he's so like in right now. But I, obviously, I love him because my husband looks a lot like him. So, you know, it's, it's rigged is what I'm saying. Um, then we have Yara Shahid. She wore Dior. It was bright. It was like a Kelly green. It was such an Audrey Hepburn moment. I was stunned. She looked beautiful. And if you haven't seen this dress, please look it up. It's a very classic Dior silhouette if you love fashion. Um, another Dior standout is Anya Taylor-Joy. She had like a yellow cape, but she could remove it. And then she was wearing like this cream sheath dress, extremely low cut back, but she looked gorgeous um i thought that was beautiful her hair was beautiful her makeup everything looked so good so hollywood glam and then this is surprising america ferreira i thought looked she was my runner-up for best dress okay she was wearing jc abondo again somebody i'm not familiar with it was this stunning purple dress she had like a burgundy kind of lip and like a green i think green earrings like turquoise the colors together were stunning I hadn't seen her in a long time either. She just looked really beautiful and vibrant and just, that was, she was a standout for me. My favorite is controversial because some people have hated this dress. It's Kaylee Cuoco wearing, Quico wearing Vera Wang. It was like highlighter yellow. Um, I would never in a million, sorry, she's not my best dress. She's one of my runner up. I'm sorry. Um. I would never wear this dress in a million years because I am like almost translucent. I'm so fair skinned. She has like the tan. she's like a bronzed goddess, Um, but she looked amazing. And if I looked like her, I would have worn this dress. So just wanted to point that out. Again, it was Vera Wang. My absolute favorite. I can't believe I forgot. I'm sorry. Hannah Waddingham in Christian Siriano. Um, Hannah Waddingham won that night. She was wearing like a coral dress. She looked to me the most old Hollywood glam of anybody, though. Just a beautiful statuesque woman. So if anybody has comments, um, concerns, you hate what I said, you love what I said, whatever. If you agree, if you go with the Vogue route, that's completely fine. No hate. But I love fashion, so I always love to talk about it. Thank you for for entertaining my thoughts.
0: No problem. So, And from a uh, guy's perspective, I thought the two guys that you mentioned, those were the only ones that I saw as well. Um, mm. Like their, their suits from the Emmys. So yeah, normally the guy's fashion is not as impressive as the ladies fashion but sometimes they'll do cool things like like jason sudeikis with the velvet suit or you know something that's just more than just a standard tux
1: Well, and everybody was talking about Seth Rogen wore an orange suit, um, but it was like the pants were different than the top. I didn't like that. didn't like great, no. Yeah. And then um, Keenan wore a pink suit. I actually really loved his suit. I just didn't like it as much as the other two, so I didn't mention them. And there was some other guy, if I think of it later, I'll mention it, but some other man looked really nice, but I, oh, Brett Goldstein from Ted Lasso. So handsome. I think everybody knows they have an enormous crush on him, but I felt like the other two men looked a little better up to their game, so I mentioned them.
0: Um, the other guy from Ted Lasso, not Jason Sudeikis. He's uh, on the worst dress Yeah, he everybody. was. he he was, uh, that Brendan. outfit was, yeah, Brendan, Brendan. Hunt. Yeah, that yeah. was, that was, that was a lot. It was bad. I was looking it was at, bad. yeah. <laughs> so, okay, that's our thoughts on the Emmys. So there we go. We're not going to score the Emmys because it's yeah. so an award So, so, but the, if you miss the Emmys, there's your, there's your 30 minute recap. So Hope you next like week it. on the Silver Screen podcast, we'll be talking about a movie that is getting a lot of controversy right now. That's Dear Evan Hansen, uh, starring Ben Platt and others, as we've mentioned. Ben Platt, of course, was on the Broadway production of Dear Evan Hansen. A lot of the criticism has been that he's too old to play a high schooler. I don't know why we're attacking him for this particular movie. I mean, this happens, all the, this happens all the time. He won a Tony for this performance.
1: <laughs> I don't know why. We have so much to say. I, like. I haven't even seen the movie, and I'm incensed. But I am. I will say I'm very scared to watch it now, Jared, because the reviews have started, and I'm terrified.
0: Yes, so I will be interested. I have not seen the Broadway play. I know kind of briefly what it's about, but I've never seen the stage production, so I'm interested to see. So, and again, I won't have any frame of reference of like, is this different than the stage production? I'll have no idea because I've never seen it. So, Same,
1: same. The movie
0: will be the only thing that I'll have to go off of. And also, we forgot to mention uh, Hamilton won an Emmy. We don't know why. It's Uh, it's, it's, it's Something else should have won in whatever category that was.
1: We didn't give them much, much attention because we... We stand Hamilton. Jared and I love Hamilton. It gets all the credit and praise yep. it deserves, but it wasn't. It's not television, so that's all we'll say about that. I'm the
0: sorry. Movie. You're trying to have the same thing when uh, Emmy, Grammy, Tony, like an EGOT. They're Oscar. trying to give yeah. this one
1: thing an EGOT, and like that's for people. So
0: yeah. Yep. So there we go. That was all of anyway. our thoughts. And dear Evan Hansen, <laughs> next week, follow the show on social media at Podcast Silver on Instagram and Twitter. Search the Silver Screen Podcast on Facebook. You can listen. Uh, you can uh, like us there. And then wherever you listen, be sure to rate and review the show. That really helps us out. And next time we'll be talking about Dear Evan Hansen.
1: Until next time, we'd like to thank the Academy.